Hi, welcome to the podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start conversation on Unit 5, Education, Knowledge and Power. And our topic of discussion is perpetuation of inequality through education. Education seems to promise a bright future, widen horizons and ensure mobility. The common sense understanding of schools perceives them as democratic liberal institutions committed to make social progress. It would be fallacious to assume that the school curriculum imparts neutral education. Education enhances the inequalities existing in an already unequal and stratified society. Education, as we have mentioned earlier, is entrenched in the wider web of social and political relations that guide it. The sociology of education looks at the relationship of education with economic, political and cultural power. It unravels the power politics and various contestations that occur in the field of education. Apple argues that close relationship exists among those who have economic, political and cultural power in the society and the ways and means in which education is thought about, organized and evaluated. Apple and others challenge the following basic assumptions of education processes. The selection processes are neutral. Schools actually focus on the ability and schools teach technical curricular skills and impart information to all students unequivocally so that they all stand an equal chance to compete for economic rewards. They uphold that the wider aim of schooling is not the dissemination of the same kinds of skills to everyone. Educational processes lead to the perpetuation of the unequal social order existing in society. Apple remarks schools have a history and that they are linked through their everyday practices to other powerful institutions in ways that are often hidden and complex. Schools therefore cannot be taken in isolation, having their own existence working for the upliftment of people. Schools are situated in the larger context and are influenced by other powerful institutions in society. The educational institutions are caught up in a nexus of other institutions that are political, economic and cultural and are the nature of these institutions is unequal. Social schools are related to these powerful institutions because of which they generate structural inequalities of power and access to resources. Inequalities are reinforced and produced through the 
educational curriculum pedagogy and evaluative activities the dispositions and the attitudes that are developed among the schools are not neutral rather they are selected represented and organized in accordance with the powerful institutions of that historical time period these are the effective mechanisms of social control the distribution of power in society between various social groups determines the distribution of knowledge apple raises an important question whose knowledge is of most worth for whom the question what knowledge is of the most worth is related with whose knowledge and whose culture radical thinkers like apple assert that the knowledge and the skills associated with the dominant groups acquire greater significance than those of the subordinate groups the representation of knowledge in the educational curriculum is clearly biased education is used as means through which power is exercised dominant groups of society use education to exercise their control the biased selection of knowledge followed by the deliberate representation favors the powerful section of society which ensures the subtle control of masses through the educational curriculum such control happens in the area of education that makes the power of the dominant group legitimate and extremely difficult to challenge kumar refers this as quite civilized dynamic dominance education becomes the agency for maintaining social hierarchies in society the dominant social group of society sustain and further perpetuate their power by making their knowledge and skill highly exclusive it becomes the prerogative of only a few elite people to possess such a highly privileged knowledge this becomes the major means for dominant groups of society to maintain their power apple suggests that certain knowledge especially the most prestigious one in schools can have some linkages with economic reproduction these linkages are unraveled when we go back to our original questions of what is worth knowing and whose knowledge does our educational institution disseminate the policy is action of the powerful decide which knowledge and which academic inquiry could be considered legitimate they control or shift knowledge before it is made available to the masses the knowledge which is finally disseminated and received by the people gets the approval of the dominant and serves their interests the dominant sections of the society decide what is taken as knowledge and determine its accessibility to the masses apple quotes fishers is in mentioning that high status knowledge is by definition scarce and its scarcity is inextricably 
linked to its instrumentality. It is the command of the powerful minority over this knowledge which then works to further entrench its high status and its association with the high paying jobs. We can say that the educational institution process knowledge. Schools have the impression that the mastery over technical knowledge and certain skills are imparted to everyone. In reality, however, educational institutions only guarantee that a specified number of students are selected for higher levels of education and in doing so contribute to the optimization of technical knowledge needed by the economy. The people belonging to lower socio-economic strata of a society are poor and politically and culturally disenfranchised. The kind of education children of this section of society receive is completely different from the kind of education that the children of the elite section receive. The schools and the curriculum subordinate the interest of the exploited in favor of the interest of dominant classes. Apple's observation suggests that the schools teach the different dispositions and values to different school populations. If the particular student population is from a professional and managerial class of people, then the schools and their curriculum revolves around flexibility, choice, inquiry, etc. On the other hand, if they belong to a semi-skilled or unskilled working population, then the education revolves around punctuality, neatness, habit formation and so on. The present economic arrangements are formulated in the manner that they require some people to remain unskilled and poor. Schools make this easy by way of imparting cultural and economic values and dispositions in a differentiated manner. In India, the capitalist period witnessed a pattern of schooling which prepared the people to fit into British bureaucratic structures and in so doing gear the economy and trade in order to promote the interest of the British. Interestingly, when the British and the French occupied West Africa, the pattern of schooling prepared Africans for roles that were determined by economic relations between the two metropolis. The metropolis industrialists discourage industrialization yet schooling served as a means of controlling societal change and provided the moral and social guidelines to the people who aspired to emulate the administrators. Historical evidence suggests that on the one hand schooling in the colonies were directed to maintain colonial structure while on the other schooling was used as agency for colonizing people in the United States. What is more important is to note that these methods and experiences were returned to the now independent third world. 
in india we can see the differences in the quality of education all the children do not get the privilege of getting quality education the schools can be divided into two major categories state managed school and privately managed school the former seems to be meant for the masses while the latter for the privileged class to who can afford to pay for the good education the coexistence of the two parallel streams of schools ensures that the masses operate in a different world than the elites from the beginning the children of the better of life separately from the children of the poor this ensures that the privileged exclusive education should be the right of a few while the masses are rendered to make their own destiny the educated elite class maintains a comfortable paradox on the one hand it allows the equality oriented ideology of our education system while on the other it tends to project its dominant position in society education plays a key role in helping them perpetuate the current inequalities in society while maintains the liberal facet the apt ideology of equality of opportunity is used in the indian context for perpetuating the silent subtle suppression it may be stated that distribution selection and transmission of knowledge are always guided by power structure bernstein stresses that the way a society selects classifies distributes transmits and evaluates educational knowledge it considers to be public reflects both the distribution of power and the principles of social control the parameters for measuring performance and how performance is understood in a society also confirms that the education favors the dominant section of society Bernstein and the young explain that the structuring of the knowledge and symbol in our educational institutions is intimately related to the principles of social and cultural control in the society the competition based on meritocracy seems to be impartial and fair we measure persons by their ability to generate wealth those who fail to do generate and accrue wealth are naturally and easily condemned to be of lower worth through various agencies especially education this has become part of our mundane thought this common sense knowledge mystifies and neutralizes the exploitative relationship between the dominant and the subjugated group of society educational institutions go hand in hand with the other economic political and cultural forces and provide mechanisms through which power is maintained here we wind up our discuss conversation thank you so much for choosing this podcast